Welcome to the End Times Chat. Our passion is found in the words of Jesus. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. I thought we had What's a new up? trailer. I, I thought we had a new trailer. I got, got thrown into it. <laughs> There's a new button on our StreamYard uh, broadcast. Oh my gosh! I don't know how <laughs> It just kind of popped up. I'm like, oh, what's this? Click solo layout and he popped up on the screen i don't know it was a candid ver- it was a can it was a cameo a cameo in our trailer it was a cameo hey debbie how you doing it's good to see you thanks for joining and uh thanks everybody else for joining i was just looking up last week's broadcast and actually we uh still are doing the same i mean we're, we're staying really steady with how many people that are viewing this over the week just Thank God for that, because uh, there's been some challenges on Facebook recently, and we seem to have overcome those challenges. Thank God. I've made a few changes, and God just keeps on giving us wisdom and getting the message out there. GJ, I just said that all in one breath. I'm not sure how I did that, but that was pretty amazing. Well, now that now that you're turning blue, you can take <laughs> a breath. Okay, here we go. By the way, By the way, I have two less fans, and you have two more fans. And they let me know about it at Thanksgiving. So I, I no longer have the fans of your mom and, and your sister? Nope. Julie loves you. Okay. She doesn't love me anymore. She thinks you're the best. Oh, oh, the other way around. Oh, I thought you were saying that you gained them back, but you're saying I still, I mean, I still have them. Yeah, they tolerate me. They love you. Tolerate you. <laughs> and our sponsor. Hey, hey, here we go. Seriously, we have we have more views than most most podcasts or shows, and this is what we got. Well, you know that being said, hey, we just, have some. I'm just throwing that out there, bro. Hey, I, I want hey your name here, your name here, or your name there. Wait, there, your name there. I'm not sure which side of the screen you're on, but for me, you're on the left. No, you pointed correctly. Just remember, you okay. got to lean the opposite way, though. Yeah. So there we are. It's good to have everybody here. Happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas is coming. We are on the pathway to the end of the year where we can say, Happy New Year, and we start this whole thing all over again. So, GJ, how was your weekend? How was your family? How was, your, how was the food? And did they all leave and bring you peace? I am on a diet now <laughs> from the 28 pounds that I put on. And uh, as my friend, or, uh, as our friend Steve Bailey said, uh, did you say, did you, did you remember to say, <laughs> set your scales back 10 pounds? <laughs> For daylight Thanksgiving time. <laughs> I'm like, 
No, I didn't. I need to set them 28 pounds. Yeah, I felt like a <laughs> beast whale. But it was all good. Good time with the family, kids, cousins, brother and sister. Your true, your true fans. Love you, Sister Reynolds. You know what? Our Thanksgiving Day, we were able to spend some time. First time in about uh, a ton of years that we haven't had Thanksgiving at our house. And we were invited over to a neighbor's house. So we said, hey, love your neighbor. We're going to go over there. So we went over there and they cooked. We cleaned. We had a great time. We got a chance to get to know some people we've never met before. Um, and just had a great time enjoying somebody else's Thanksgiving tradition. So, uh, I mean, we'll probably get back to it next year. But this is, uh, I, several people have said to me already this year, this is a different kind of Thanksgiving. And I, that is definitely <laughs> true for us. That's definitely true for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Duh. <laughs> so, uh, but it was a good day. And then I spent uh, about five hours outside over the weekend on Saturday to blow off some steam and get some things done that I've been wanting to get done outside. And um, yeah. And then I couldn't hey, hear you. Up. I couldn't hear you, dude. Did you say something outside? Because I couldn't hear you for all the water that makes all that noise in your yard. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> just throwing that out there. Okay. A little update on that one. I actually got a chance to see a particular person and then said, hey, I'd like to set up a coffee with you so we can kind of work through all of our issues. So that, that. Love, love potential, that neighbor. Yes, that, I'm trying to practice it. And, you know, I wrote a book about it, so I probably should put it into practice. So I've been putting it into practice recently. And so we'll see how that works out. You know, keep that in prayer. But hey, we got a lot to talk about today, GJ. We have a lot to talk about. I don't have much and I got nothing basically. And I have no photos. I have no videos. And uh, that's all I have. However, oh, yeah. however, however, this is unscripted. I, I did have this conversation with a few people over the last, you know, since we had our show. And everybody is in agreement. Like you said, it's a different Thanksgiving. All right. And some of, some of the people that are watching aren't, you know, don't, don't celebrate Thanksgiving, you know, like we do here in the United States of America. Uh, however, one thing we do know is that it's a different vibe. It's like we're at that tipping point. Something's going to happen, and we're hoping that it's positive. So we got a time of confusion, fear, supposedly division, which I believe is manufactured division for the most part, hopelessness. All this is gripping the hearts and minds of people all across mm -hmm. the world. That I think we can all understand or identify with to some degree it's universal <clears throat> so, yeah so the world's upside down right is wrong wrong is right however we are going into a new year which is hard to believe <laughs> seems like yesterday we we're starting to talk about 2021 so we're going in year 2022 20 cents for god's redemption and 22 god's light so redemption and light I think there's going to be a lot of awakening to the positive in 2022. Um, I'm hoping and praying. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say that I'm hoping and praying. But I also want to keep in mind too that there are uh, prophetic scriptures that also point us to you know the 
the common universal message of every prophet in the scriptures. If you don't turn from your ways, this judgment will come. If you turn to me, God will bless you. So I'm putting a, I'm putting a message out to everybody that has just heard what we said, and it's, and it's this. Humble yourself, pray, and seek God first, because that's going to be what brings about what GJ is talking about right now. But if we don't turn from those wicked ways, if we don't turn from those from the doubt, if we don't turn to scripture, turn to the word, come on, dad's Bible, then we're going to continue to see this kind of judgment play out. But there's also an end game here that God wants to tell us about, which I am I am chomping at the bit to get there, but I don't I, I, I want people to be tuned and watch us for the whole show. So I'm going to share at the very end of this something that I see that could potentially be a way to look at the scripture in Revelation chapter 14, Revelation chapter 18. And I'm just going to throw it out there for everybody. I'm not saying this is the gospel truth. I'm just saying this is what I'm seeing. This is what I'm reading. And I'm going to throw uh, a potential prophetic theory out to everybody. So I'm, stay tuned. Stay tuned when we get there. Earth News, by bud. the way, By the way, where yeah. can they find us? Oh, man, I am slacking. Look at me. Oh, my gosh. Look at this. I am slacking. Oh, Here we go. Oh, I forgot to push the button, DJ. I forgot to push the button. I forgot to push the button, DJ. I'm from the weekend, man. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. LSU, baby. All day. We're, hey, guess we're what? We're coachless, Ravens by the way. We are coachless. Oh, yeah? I'm sorry to hear that. But I Baltimore Ravens. Be the Baltimore Ravens won last night. I'm just going to say that. They won. They won. I'm super stoked. They're eight and three. I just cut that out. This is not a sports channel. So anyway, GJ, Earth News, take us. What's what you got? What's going on? Well, I know you have this one because I saw you post this earlier, but I'm sure you have more details. So the 7.5 earthquake in oh, Peru. Oh, snap. You're starting off with that one. Okay, let me just stop the screen and I'll pull that one up. All right, here we go. Well, while you're pulling it up, here's another one that I found very interesting. Okay. 100 mile an hour gusts going across the state of Montana. Now, Montana is a big sky country. Montana is wide open. I've been there. And I mean, however, 100 mile an hour winds, that's very that's unusual. Nice. So I found that very intriguing. And uh, two weeks ago, we had six, 60 mile an hour gusts right here in Nebraska. That is insane. 60 mile per hour and there was no weather no rain or anything that came along with it no just bitter cold it's <laughs> just bitter cold i know there i was reading about that this morning and not that one but they were reading about how this arctic wind has brought all these different temperatures different things happening but hey since you brought it up here it is this is uh a quick little video oh uh, my gosh i do have a video whoop, whoop. I know. I, I Look, I got you covered, man. Even when you don't send me anything, I still got you covered. And so here's this little video of the 7.5 earthquake as it happened in Peru. And um, this is probably by far one of the largest earthquakes we've had in a long time. But I'm going to talk about these earthquake about the earthquakes happening all around the world in just a minute. You kind of cued me up. You seg segued me. But we still don't know how much destruction has happened in um, in Peru, 
we stop, we don't have those reports that have come in yet. So we're going to keep that. We're going to stay tuned on that. But man, there it is. 7.5. 7.5. What was the size of the earthquake that hit Haiti that did all that damage? Do you remember? I don't remember. It was I, high. I remember the earthquake. I don't remember the exact, you know, I think I was thinking of 6.5. I think I was thinking it was like seven or something like that, but it was six point five seven. Somewhere between zero and ten. You know what? There you go. I, you know, I'm. I can always count on you to narrow it down. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for narrowing it down. Um, hey, that's what I do, bro. That's what you do. <laughs> that is what you do. Uh, so that's the that's the first thing. But I also wanted to show this particular video. I'm gonna pop up because I did a. Uh, a shot of my phone screen as I have this earthquake app that uh, I have that kind of shows all the different earthquakes in the last week. So I did, I did this little shot of everything above 5.0, and this is all within the last week. So if you take a look at this, what you're seeing here is you're seeing, <laughs> I've never seen this many above 5.0. I've never seen this many in this last two years since we've been doing the show. I just right. haven't. Which which goes back to how I started the show. It's a different time. We can feel we're at this precipice. We're at this this uh, you know tipping point, and there's a lot of shaking going on. The weather's different. I mean, when you got 100 mile an hour winds, and they're not tied to a storm. I mean, there's a sign. Um, and it's not just one place in the world. It's just all over. I mean, all these crazy things. And you say, well. That can be defined as this, or this can be defined as that. You take it all collectively, it's just, there's a sign right there. There is your sign. Yeah, and let's just go straight to the Matthew chapter 24. Jesus said, earthquakes will happen and increase. You can't get any more clear than this. That's all I'm saying. So that, uh, that to me was... It's just shocking because here's the thing. I had a bunch of notifications come through over the weekend of these earthquakes. So that's why I decided to look this up and say, okay, how many actually have we had? And, uh, and that's what presented. So, man, there's some crazy stuff happening in La Palma right now. Oh, have you no, I knew you had to go to La Palma. I knew you were going there. That's probably where you spent Thanksgiving there. I just I know how you roll. You had to go get the selfie. I had to go get the selfie. I mean, I'm not sure what to tell you, but there, <laughs> I had to get it. Uh, but here, it's kind of hard to read, so I'll see what I can do about increasing the size here. But this is the uh, update that I found about La Palma, specifically the earthquakes, because the earthquakes picked up again. And there was, as this article says, an unusual magnitude 4.8 quake under the southern tip of the island. So if you can take a look, I'll, I'll make this as big as I can make it. Uh, you can see right at the southern tip of the island, that's where this earthquake happened. And there have not actually been many earthquakes that have happened in that location. So what's happening under the southern tip of La Palma, I don't know. But there's been an increase in earthquakes there. There's actually been, I mean, I saw this, I couldn't pull it up, uh, didn't have enough time to pull it up. But I saw this crazy video of a new a new vent that opened up, it's been spewing lava all weekend, and the, uh, the speed at which the lava flow is running down the mountain is, uh, I think it's like 10, I want to say 10 kilometers per hour or something like that. It's something crazy, some 
a massive speed for 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 molten rock to flow. I don't know what else to say. By the way, it's two thousand degrees in Fahrenheit. Hot. Just throwing that out there. So if you want to go and play volleyball or get your selfie, it's two thousand degrees hot and it's flowing. So approximately five, six mile an hour or 10 kilometers per hour. That's fast. That's not fast, but that's fast for molten lava. I mean, it's rock. It is liquid rock. Yeah. <laughs> just... Okay. Yeah. I'm going to let you, it go you now. You could outrun it. Well, maybe you could, but just. <laughs> <laughs> not, in my, not in these days. I was chasing Journey this past weekend, and I really felt it. So. Uh, one more thing, Jay. I'm surprised you didn't bring up. Oh, okay, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Eric, Eric just shut this up, dude. I just want to pop this on the screen. So, any thoughts on that rocket launch from Vandenberg Air Force Base last week to intercept that meteor pair in ten months? Do they actually know how that will affect their orbit on the next pass through our way? Great questions, Eric. Great questions. I'm so glad you segued into that because guess what's happening today, GJ? Today. I don't know, but thanks, Eric. Eric, uh, one of our roving reporters. He is. I man, I love Eric. He always brings me some great information. Um, but guess what? I'm, guess where I'm going to be this afternoon between four thirty and five o'clock? Vandenberg Air Force Base. No. Lahoma. Lahoma. I'm not touching that place with a thousand Peru. foot pole. Nope, not going there either. Here it is. This is where I'm going. I am going to the top of my hill because only in California between 4.30 and 5 o'clock will this asteroid be able to be seen. It's, wow. a, it's the asteroid you talked about last week. It's 430 feet in diameter, and it's expected to pass by Earth today, Monday, August 29th, and it should be visible in the sky between 4.30 and 5 right here in California. So I'll be at the top of my hill. Wow. And I'm going to take some binoculars, and I'm going to see what I can find. You might want to take your camera. Just saying. I, you know what? I might want to take my camera, take a selfie with it. So here's the here's the deal. It's 3.8 million miles away from the Earth, so they're saying that this one's not going to be that close, that close enough to cause any damage. But they did happen to go into a little bit of, hey, what would happen if this asteroid decided to hit Earth? According to NASA, I'm just going to share this with everyone. I'm not trying to freak everybody out. Oh, yes, I am. The impact of the 1994 WR-12 on Earth would produce energy equivalent to 77 megatons of TNT, 112 times more powerful than the Tsar Bomba, which is the largest largest nuclear weapon ever detonated on the uh, on the planet, or maybe in the uh, in space. Um, and that's just a 430 foot in diameter asteroid. So you're saying so, that's what it would happen if, they, if it hit, if the whole thing hit the Earth? If the whole thing hit the Earth, that's what would happen. Now, that's typically, typically parts of it is breaking off as it goes through space. So some of that could theor theoretically hit, parts of it could hit the Earth. Absolutely. So it just goes to show you with all the, with Vandenberg, Eric, just as you mentioned, shooting up as we talked about over the last several months, shooting up uh, missiles to try to deflect asteroids. And now we have this asteroid. We have the FBI that's going to start doing investigation or something. What was it? The Pentagon talking about investigating 
more UFOs and actually officially starting to investigate UFOs. I'm like, this is just nuts, man. This is just nuts. Well, what does it say in the Bible? Look towards the sky. There will be signs. Signs in the, in the sky, sun and the moon and the stars up above. Well, we got more that we're going to present to you guys on, um, on the screen, but GJ, there's some crazy things going on with wars and rumors of wars too. I know you've got the China one covered, right? I've never talked about China ever, so I don't know why would never? I start now. Why would you start now? Oh, That's good. oh I have that every week. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me help you out. So, oh, so okay, here's what you. I have. China, <laughs> last year, last week was China is poking the panda. <laughs> this week, China's poking Taiwan again. 27 times. <laughs> yeah, 27. Oh, and with the new new type of airplane. They're actually refueling in that airspace. It's like, look, we can do whatever we want. That's that's basically what they're doing. They're puffing out their chest saying, look, stop us. Yeah, and warning the US that if we get if we help them out, it'll be the biggest military mistake they make. And then Russia, on top of all this, is now touting that they have a hypersonic missile that can that can defend any any kind of missile from the West. So now we have Russia and China with hypersonic missiles that could potentially take out parts of the United States and also defend with any kind of thing that we could come at, at them with. So, man, wars and rumors of wars. Even the rumors are scary. Well, more and more, there, there, there's, there's talks with nuclear talks, you know, between U.S. and Iran. Um, you've got Russia and Ukraine heightened, you know, so... There, you know, there's talk of something there happening, which of course that's been ongoing. So all these things are, it's like everything is just heightening and getting more and more and more elevated, even though there has not been anything officially fired. Oh, and then there's this, Israel and Iran, they just started uh, doing their own, what it says, large scale aerial drills. Here's one of the things that I loved about uh, about this this website that talks about this. This is Israel 365 News. Uh, they actually add a scripture to a lot of their news stories to kind of say, hey, could this be something that is prophesied or talked about in the Bible? And in Deuteronomy 21, 20 verse 1, it says, When you take the field against your enemies and see horses and chariots, forces larger than yours, have no fear of them, for Hashem your God will, who brought you from the land of Egypt is with you. So many times throughout the scripture, uh, God reminds Israel, hey, just like I was with you in the days of Moses, when you were being chased by Egypt, I will, I will be with you um, because you're my, you're my land of promise. So I thought that was also poignant to talk about as far as what's going on in the Middle East right now, because we haven't talked a lot about Iran and Israel recently, but uh, there's also plenty of, there's another missile fired that was uh, struck off the coast of Haifa in Israel over the last over the weekend. So even more and more is ramping up in that area. So we just got to keep our eyes peeled. Yes, we do. So, man, you got uh, you got anything for uh, leading up to the tribulation? I have I have one thing, and this is nothing new that we've I mean, we've talked about this before. Is I saw. An article 
it's just how AI technology is continue, continuing to, to elevate. So where they've got like these robotic robots that look human-esque, I mean, they still move a little erratic, you can tell they're not human, but they have a lot of the functions of humans. And there's there's two types, there's ones that, you know, you can, you can program them to do X, and then you have other ones that are like the super AI robotics, where they can actually learn something and then they learn from what they learn. That's pretty scary. So that, that's continuing to elevate. So, I mean, that's more and more in the news about AI technology, super soldiers. We've, we've shown on here, you know, on past shows talking about, you know, like these uh, robotic dogs that have AI technology. And I mean, it's just getting more and more and more elevated and more and more available and more and more in the public eye. Yeah, we talked a little bit about that last week. I showed that one video of how they took the, and I, I looked up a few more of those videos, by the way, and they took some American presidents and they uh, AI te technology brought them to life. Um, but speaking of technology, here is another, uh, something I want to show you as far as the a video is concerned that came out of China. And this is in a grocery store in China. And so a lot of the things you're going to see as far as the end times are concerned, I think you're going to see coming out of China. They're very advanced technologically, so they're going to have a lot more of these things out there. But here is uh, another thing to take a look at. This is a quick little video. I might just kind of, I'm just going to let it play. It's only a, a minute long and we'll stop it a little bit in there. But just to set this up, you can see the it says face scan payment. So this guy walks through how this technology works in China. In the previous video, many fans are curious about how face scan payment works. Okay, I will show you in detail today. For example, I take a bottle of Pepsi, self-checkout, confirm, choose face scan payment. Wait, it requires you to enter a code in case it detects the face of people around you. Okay, done. Where did I deduct my passive money? Well, an app called Alipay is made by Alibaba. I can view my payment records here. Here it is, 2.3 RMB. Well, there you have it. Face scan payments. Kind of reminds me of, hey, where's the market at actually be? Where, where is it again? Somewhere here? Maybe a little bit right here? So right here, yeah, right there. I mean, we are every single thing that I see coming out with technology just kind of says all the things that were talked about in Revelation, Daniel, Jeremiah, Ezekiel are all possibilities and they're more possible now than they were when they were prophesied thousands of years ago. And so, and, and I just, I just keep thinking too, GJ, about how when you have someone like John or Ezekiel or Daniel seeing things that they don't recognize, how would they have described them with the knowledge that they had 2,000 years ago? Because they didn't have bombs and missiles. They would have only seen stars or meteors or uh, stars falling from the sky, let's say, because that's something that they could describe. That's how they could describe it in their, in their knowledge. It's, they wouldn't have known what a missile was or even what the word was. It didn't even exist yet. So 
closer we get, uh, the more we're going to see these kinds of technologies happening. So, yeah, all the technologies there, you know, and we've talked about it on this show many, many times is, you know, once Jesus returns and or Jesus, you know, the rapture comes against the church, which we call the rapture. <clears throat> and so anybody that's given their life to Jesus that's alive is taken to heaven. And uh, then the seven-year tribulation starts. Some people think, you know, that happens three and a half years. I'm not going to debate it. Personally, I believe it's seven years because at the three and a half year mark, the the beast or the Antichrist truly shows himself and desecrates the temple, which is not even built in Israel. So that has to be rebuilt. And uh, and as we've shared on here, they can build it in as little as, I think, nine months to 18 months. So that would fit in that three and a half year window. And then all the technology is there, you know, the chips, the technology. I mean, you know, what they're doing with 5G technology and, and typically whatever technology we're using right now in, as consumers, there's, we're out, actually outdated. So by the time we get it, it's outdated. It's just there's more developments and it's happening so fast. They have to get it where it's developed and then they can bring it to the masses and make it affordable. Um, so a lot of times we see it in the military before we see it in the consumers. So all this technology exists right now. You know, the chips, you know, the size of grain rice, you know, and as we've shown on here, they got new technology that can be used in a multitude of ways. AI technology, uh, the internet, satellites. You know, anything can be, you know, shown 24-7 on a moment's notice. So that exists. Going back to how did they know, it had to be God downloaded that to them in a, in a dream or vision and laid it out, even though they didn't understand it. I mean, I mean, there's times that I, I know, uh, I think, you know, you've experienced this. I've experienced it. I know some other people that we know have experienced it. They got to download a vision. It may not make sense at the time. However, it's very clear, very valid, or very vi uh, visible, even though it might be in the in a dream state <clears throat> that we may not fully understand. And then we see it actually happen, you know, at some point later. So those are things that are that are we're seeing more and more and more. My question to you is: Are you ready? Are you ready? Is right. And so. Um... Kind of another leading up to the tribulation, which it talks about how during the end times there will be uh, people become more violent. They'll be uh, full of rage and and they will have no regard for others. Just in my own, right near my own hometown in Northern California, in a place called Roseville, there's a mall. It's called the Galleria Mall. And just last week, there was a news uh, alert that popped up on everyone's phone. That, uh, at least in Roseville, that had that notification, and it said seven men dressed in black, full masks, get out of a car. They run into a Nordstrom. They rob the Nordstrom. They run back out, and they get away. So, and then in San Francisco, the amount of looting and robbery that's happening there has actually shut major store box stores. Their Nordstrom is shut down there in San, in San Francisco. Uh, Targets have shut down. There are because they can't control the amount of robberies and, and thefts that are happening, and they're losing a lot of money because of it. So, 
And it's just, and now it's kind of creeping up into past the Sacramento area, right into our little town of Roseville, which is only 140,000 people. So if you think it can't happen in the place where you live, think again, it can. And more than likely, it will. You need to be ready for those kinds of things because it was definitely something the Lord said was going to happen a long time ago that's happening now. Well, I actually have one video I was going to show, but I think I'm going to save it for when we kind of lead into Revelation 14 and 18 uh, when we talk about that. But uh, things that make you go, hmm, everything we've talked about obviously enters that category. I'm just going to keep on leaning. Uh, but what you got on your agenda there? You know, we've stayed, we might go to the edge on certain things. And I woke up today just thinking, Really? Really? So I'm just going to say this. Another variant? Really? Where does it end? That made me go, hmm. <laughs> Another Greek letter in the alphabet bites the dust. That's all I'm going to say. That's <laughs> all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say uh, anymore. I want to know what the, the meaning behind that, because, you know, one thing about Satan, and he said, well, what's they got to do with Satan? Believe me, there's a lot of evil behind a lot of the stuff that we don't, we, we might skim on. Um, Satan is behind most of it. And he said, well, what about these people? Well, he's utilizing people, just like God uses people to do great things. Um, so, th so there's, like names of companies or certain things where they, it sounds like, oh, it's this, but it's really, there's really an evil plot to it. So my question is, what does the new variant, what does it really mean? I'd like to well, know the definition of that. That's a great question. I do know that there, interestingly enough, back in 1963, there was a movie of the same name as this variant. And this is what it's about, an alien that takes over the body of an Earthman in order to learn about the planet so his race can take it over. Just saying. Wow. 1963, that movie came out. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Here, and this, there's is, this, is what, this is what I've got. Hmm. <laughs> That's all I can say about that, too. Um, Very <laughs> so, really? 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 Really. And not only that, and not only that, they're this this variant is showing they're saying this has some of the same symptoms as something else we can't really talk about. And I know we sounded really cryptic right now, but don't worry, at some point, sometime we'll be able to share everything without any hindrances. And that's that that's coming up hopefully sometime in February. So I did want to share one other thing that's kind of on the edge, and I was going to show this article, but I, I, because I see a name on there that I don't want to mention, I'm just going to say the current administration in the United States uh, with this new uh, trillion dollar plan and bill they're trying to put into legislation, uh, there's actually a part of that bill, and this is, and I, can, I can talk about this mainly because my granddaughter is four years old and is in a preschool in a public setting, but it doesn't just hit public preschools. This actually will hit, uh, well, let me just explain it to you. So 
what what it does is this particular bill that they're trying to push through as legislation and being and being signed by and currently hopefully not but may be signed by the current administration is telling preschools that hey we will give you billions of dollars of funding to help offset the cost of childcare so that you can save money as a family so that's the whole that sounds so wonderful that sounds so great here's the key, here's the caveat each one of those preschools needs to include lgbt teaching preschools gj preschools so at the age of three, four, and five, they'll receive the funding, but only if they actually teach these things. Here's the kicker. Currently, Christian schools, Jewish schools, Catholic schools, they're exempt from this kind of thing because of non-discrimination, because they can say, hey, because it goes against our faith and what we believe, we are exempt from that and we can still receive funding. This bill actually takes that and removes that caveat. It removes it completely, which means that these now Christian schools, not yet, but if when it passes or if it passes, Christian schools, Catholic schools, Jewish preschools will all be impacted by this and lose their funding if they don't teach this in their preschools. That's something for me at his home. It's very personal. It makes me go, what? That's all I got for that. Um. I got a and lot. Biden. I got a lot. I just choose to be silent on this right now because uh, where's that? Where's it in? And it's all about control. It's about propaganda. It's about the money. So they're leveraging the money. So basically, what you do this, isn't that a form of slavery? Yeah, pretty much. Call it a bond servant. It's going from a servant to a bond servant. So the other thing that um, kind of really I guess, made me feel like, well, this is interesting, hmm. is that uh, good old Elon Musk, guy that started Tesla, and the CEO of Microsoft, just in the last 14 days have sold off hundreds of millions of dollars of stock. Kind of makes you wonder what's coming down the line. Why would they, why, literally, I think Elon sold over a billion dollars of stock in the last 14 days. Now, when an owner or CEO sells off that much stock in a matter of 14 days, you can guarantee there's something coming down the line. I don't know what it is. I just think we need to keep our eyes open with it. It definitely made me go, hmm. <laughs> that will always, the, always the light, make me happy. The light should come on for that one. Oh, it it's is. Good. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, uh, hey, I had, well, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Well, one other thing that makes you go, hmm, when you're talking about that is, and we're talking, it's in the Bible, um, a day's way, and you referenced, I believe, last week, uh, a day's wages to just buy a loaf of bread. Well, you know, a lot of people were traveling over the last weekend, or last week for Thanksgiving here in the United States of America, and uh, to the Republic. For which I stand. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we can keep going. <laughs> one nation. Under God. Okay, go yes. on. Yes, all right. Whoop, whoop. Um, one of the topics at the dinner table was, oh, my gosh, gas prices, because people were traveling by car. Uh, 
uh, shortages at the airports because people are they're under they don't have enough people now. So the lines are horrendous at the uh, airports. So they don't have enough people to to move that many people fast. So it's just everything is coming to a head. It's just slowing down. It's taking longer. It's costing more. There's a sign right there. 100%. Well, I've got a massive sign that kind of segues into what I wanted, wanted to share. And um, it's a little video. I kind of want to show it. I want to get your, I'm sure you probably have seen it already, but I wanted I to get your reaction. You've probably been holding out on me like you always do. <laughs> you know it. I'm going back uh, to but... my sponsor. <laughs> it has to do with Egypt. Was something a little celebration that happened uh, over the last couple of weeks, and the name of this is called Egypt Reopens. Oh, I'm gonna move this out of the way. Reopens Avenue of Sphinxes, King Two Ancient Temples. So I wanted to play a little bit of this to and kind of get your reaction, GJ, because this really does play into what I believe is. Uh, well, let me just not say that. Let me just get your re reaction. So what do you think? What you got? Well, two things come to mind. One is um, there's there was a commercial done by Apple in 1984 called 1984. And yeah. there were some scenes in there that just reminded me of what was to come. And that's there's some symbolism tied to that. Uh, number two, the main thing that jumps out is it, it seems like it is a celebration to bail. And uh, there's Baal right there. And when I see it, I get the heebie-jeebies, by the way. Um, and I, I guess you can still say that. I don't I haven't used that word a long, long time. Heebie-jeebies? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, 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 we're, we're seeing more and more and more. And I was looking for a video on AI technology and video technology. That I know we have one of the threads that you and I are in, and but it was way back, so I was actually looking for it. And one of the things I saw was uh, Time Magazine had an article about new the new medical world, how it's changed, and and then they had a subsection and it had bail at the heart of it. And I'm like, I didn't dive into it too deep, but I was like, what's the symbolism got to do with this with this article? Don't recall. And I mean, this was back in like January, or February. And and it had that picture, and when I looked at that, I see bail there. And what is bail? Why don't you tell everybody what bail is? Bail is a false god. 
As a matter of fact, when we look back at the Old Testament, we see that the prophet Elijah, who um, during that time, King Ahab and uh, Queen Jezebel, they had a Baal priests, and they worshiped the god, little g, Baal, and he was a false god who represents uh, Satan, who actually Jesus talks about, Beelzebub, who is also referenced to Satan. So they are actually worshiping the false god, and it actually happens to be the devil. So that's what this is all about. And here's the deal. Uh, they opened up this 1.7-mile stretch between these two temples, the Sphinxes and this other temple, and they found over 1,100 artifacts that they now have set up along that route. And as they're, and you, this, this whole celebration goes on for hours, and they actually take a parade walk down that 1.7-mile stretch and carrying those lights and those sabers with them. So this, to me, and if you think about films that have come out recently in the last 10 years, or maybe in the last 20 years, like The Mummy Returns or the one that, uh, that Tom Cruise was in called The Mummy. It was like a, a new version of the old one. It talks about how the abyss has opened up and this new god, and actually that happened to be in Egypt, The Mummy, uh, has, has, has now come out and tries to take over the world. So to me, this is kind of a precursor and, and kind of desensitizing people and saying, hey, this is actually a reality. Look, we, we found, we found all these artifacts. These gods must have been real. Look what we're celebrating. And then you see this God Baal that's sitting up here. I kind of want to get him off the screen because I'm tired of looking at him. And um, because it may actually give other people the heebie-jeebies. Uh, but what it yeah, also thanks. tells me. Thanks, bro. It only took you <laughs> eight minutes. Eight minutes to get it off the screen. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I start have... yawning. Oh no! Don't do that in this section, because actually, uh, here's here's what I'm here's what I want to do. I I was listening to a video this past week, and it and it made me go. I need to do a little research, because I wanted to find out if what was actually in the scriptures was what he was saying was in the scriptures. And I want to encourage everybody to do that. Even with what we're saying, if we say something, we want you to go back to the Bible itself, look it up, and study it. And sometimes what's really important to go back to the original language that some of you may not have that, that knowledge or know what the original language or how to read it. Uh, think I actually took a couple of years and studied the ancient Greek, not ancient Hebrew, which I did, but ancient Greek. So I went back to study one of the words that's mentioned in Revelation chapter 18. So I'm going to pull up Revelation chapter 18. You may not be able to see it, but I definitely want to read it for you. And, um, Revelation 18, verse 23, it says this, The light of a lamp will never shine in you again, and the voices of a bride and bridegroom will never call out in you again, for your merchants were the great ones of the earth, because all the nations were deceived by your sorcery. So this is in reference, and we talked about this about a month or two ago, of the great mystery Babylon that in one day will be destroyed. And so I thought, oh my gosh, that word sorcery, it really was bugging me because the guy I was listening to said that that word, the root word of that actually was where we get our current word for pharmacy. So I did a little study and this is what I found. If we look up Greek interlinear and interlinear, and by all means, if you want to yawn during this, this particular section, it'd be fine. I'd get it. But uh, because it's theology stuff and that's good. 
he's falling asleep. I know. No, this is pretty exciting stuff. Let me just pull this up for you because <laughs> it really is exciting stuff. Because when I take a look, well, you at, wrote it. You wrote it. Yes, oh, I did. No, you didn't write it. I was just saying you're that old, but you didn't. Oh write yeah, it. I am that old. I am that old. So if you take a look, and I'm not, you can't see, but you can see the highlighted section here. And I'm going to actually uh, increase the size of this so you can see what I'm talking about. In Revelation 18, verse 23, the, the actual Greek word used there that was written is pharmakeia. Pharmakeia is actually where we get the word pharmacy from. Not just from Latin, it's actually from the ancient Greek. So pharmakeia is actually where we get the word pharmacy from. And you can see that the actual transliteration of that word is drugging. So when we talk in Revelation chapter 18, where it talks about the sorceries, they have drank from her sorceries. The actual root word is they've drugged the rest of the world with their, with their fornication, with their prostitution, with their, their sexual immorality. So Deception. Deception, exactly. So when, when, I, when I did a little digging here, this is, what, this is kind of what came up. And I thought, man, this is blowing my mind right now. Because when I take a look at what's going on in the world, and what's happening with a couple of words that I don't want to mention so we don't get kicked off a platform. But I think you guys know where I'm going with this. This is another sign to me, and I'm just a reference that uh, the United States could be that great mystery Babylon, and more specifically, the city of New York, which is, is a good potential. But there's other potential major cities that are out there that it could be. But to me, this says the United States has been the world leader for a couple hundred years now. And it has become more of that, but now we're seeing this. Every nation has kind of drank from our, our sorceries, if you will, and it's going out worldwide, internationally. And then I took a look at Revelation chapter 14. Revelation chapter 14, this is what it culminates in. Revelation chapter 14, and I'm trying to pull it up. It says this, and I'm talking about the three angels uh, in Revelation chapter 14, and Babylon's fall. And this is what it says. Then I saw another angel flying overhead with the eternal gospel to proclaim to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, and tongue, and people. And he said in a loud voice, fear God and give him glory because the hour of his judgment has come. Worship the one who made the heavens and the earth and the sea and the springs of waters. Then a second angel followed, saying, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great, who has made all the nations drink the wine of the passion of her immorality. Think back to Revelation 18 that we just looked at. And a third angel followed them, calling out in a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and its image and receives its mark on his forehead or on his hand, he too will drink the wine of God's anger poured undiluted into the cup of his wrath. And he will be tormented in fire and sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and of the Lamb. And it goes on. It says, And the smoke of their torment rises forever and ever. Day and night there is no rest for those who worship the beast and its image, or for anyone who receives the mark of its name. So I want you to take a look at those three angels. And this is kind of where I, what I wanted to share as far as getting it out there. What, where we seem to find ourselves right now. My opinion, and there may be people that don't agree with me on this, but my opinion is, is that the gospel actually is available to every people on this earth right now. It can be translated into every language, every nation, every tribe. 
And so I know that there's some people out there going, but there's probably some remote tribe somewhere in the jungles of the Amazon that haven't heard the gospel yet. So therefore God can't come back. I'm not so sure in my opinion that he was saying that every single person on the earth would have heard the gospel, but that it would be preached to every nation, tribe, and language. So I'm of the belief that we could potentially be in that time frame where the second angel has now said, fallen, fallen is Babylon the Great. That we have, we've kind of maybe uh, gone past that first angel, and now we're entering into the phase of the second angel's proclamation. Because the third angel's proclamation hasn't happened yet. So. I uh, just wanted to throw that out there to you, GJ, kind of, uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about this ahead of time. I just kind of sent you some scriptures, but what are your thoughts about that? Because I'm, I'm open to some feedback here and I'm, and I'm just trying to piece some things together. I'm not saying this is the gospel truth, but some things that I'm observing. Well, while you're reading that me and I was yawning and falling asleep, I actually <laughs> went to, oh, Papa Reynolds, his Bible. <clears throat> There's a lot of underlining <laughs> in Revelation chapter um, 13, 14, and uh, so I'm just going to read some of his notes. <clears throat> Economic hardship, uh, evil society is doomed, which he, which is Babylon has fallen. And then on uh, chapter 14, verse 15, reap, so it's harvest. He wrote harvest. Then he wrote, be ready. So these are his notes. So I think they're all very timely in layman's terms. And uh, something, I can't quite read it. He wrote it too small. We have something of blood. So I don't know exactly what that means. So anyway, there was a lot of highlighting in Revelation that oh, Papa Reynolds wrote. So, you know, we've talked about this a lot, and there's a lot on, you know, the mystery of Babylon. And uh, Jonathan Kahn talks about, you know, mystery of Babylon, which is New York City. And he's looking at a lot of the things that have happened. Um, and then, you know, came through New York City that have gone to other parts of the world. You know, obviously. It's it's where majority of uh, immigrants at one time came through, and all these other things that have happened, you know, started in in New York City, and uh, so I just feel like there's so many signs right now that are pointing back to to that. And then the other thing that that we've talked about even the last week, you know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and having the faith, and they challenge. King Nebuchadnezzar, and they said, "Okay, you, you're little gods. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll go against that. But you know, we have we serve the one true, mighty God, and uh, you know, obviously, the little gods did nothing, and their God, and obviously our God, the only God, showed showed them, and you know, and then they got thrown into the fire, and God's like walking around with them, or you know, an angel, some, you know, there's, they they." They clearly saw four beings walk around in the fire, and they were came out and they were protected. Didn't smell like smoke. Didn't have any singeing going on. So 
I just feel like there's this level of faith that is heightening and we have to be ready. And then a lot of things are going to be cleaned up and things are going to happen before Jesus returns in the rapture. And some, some of these things are going to happen afterwards. And um, it's just, we, I, I clearly see it lining up. You know, it's like lining up in a straight line. It's happening right before our eyes. We just don't know to what time, you know, what's the timeline. Although we, I know you and I believe we're in the two-minute warning and we're in that season. Season could be two years, could be right now, five years, ten years. I, bl I believe we're in that that window and I believe it's it's escalating right before our eyes. That's all I got. Hey, no, that's really, really good. And um, it's interesting, uh, Eric just threw up there a comment, said the seeds immorality of Babylon the Great were sown back in old Broadway, which morphed into Hollywood, which along with technology gave birth to X and then triple X independent studios, which have influenced the entire world. Chapter 17 gives some important details of Babylon's identity. Strong inference here. I agree 100%, Eric. And here's where I'm going with this. If, if the word um, pharmakeia, which is translated as sorcery in some of our translations or um, as an actual, the actual translation is drugging. It just seems to me that there's something we could be overlooking and maybe that's it. Uh, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying that this is, this is the thing, but I think it's definitely worth taking a little bit of more of a deep dive into. But I, here's, here's where I want to kind of leave you with GJ and, the, and everybody that's listening is the reason why I put uh, Second Peter and First Peter in, in the description of this video is because everything we just talked about and then people that have come along even in the Christian world and even pastors have said have said what I'm about to read to you from second peter where it says I want to well let me just read it most importantly I want to remind you that in the last days scoffers will come mocking the truth and following their own desires they will say what happened to the promise that Jesus is coming again from before the times of our ancestors, everything has remained the same since the world was first created. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that, and even from pastors that are, that are preaching even today. And it says, they deliberately forget that God made the heavens long ago by the word of his command, and he brought the earth out from the water and surrounded it with water. Skip back down, he says, but you must not forget this one thing, dear friends. A day is like a thousand years to the Lord, and a thousand years is like a day. The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. So here's the, here's the combination of everything we've been talking about and what we talk about every single week. The Lord wants you to repent. He wants you and I both to be repentant and to accept him as our Savior. So, GJ, walk us through that and pray with everyone and then we'll close out well you you just laid it out you know one number one is acknowledge that jesus christ is the only way to the one true god that's number one number two ask for forgiveness and no matter what you've done no matter how long ago or whether it's recent or the shame or the guilt or whatever and you know god you know god whatever it may be and i know a lot of people carry a lot of guilt and shame for stuff and and it becomes baggage that they continue to carry on through their lifetime. God will forgive you. All you have to do is ask for that forgiveness from him 
and he can restore you and make you anew. You can say, well, I get all those things. Well, God will, will take you to a whole different game. God will turn your life to a whole different, you know, a whole different path and a whole new, new perspective. Um, God is there. We have to make the choice. That's one of the things people miss is we have to make that choice. God is there. God loves you. God is forgiving. And God is a loving father in spite <clears throat> the power that he has. And in spite all the things that, you know, people talk about, he is a loving, caring God and he will forgive you. All you have to do is ask and make that decision. He gives us free will to make that choice. And uh, he's asking, I'm ready. Are you? That's what God is saying. And if you're watching at this point, and I say this all the time, you're watching at this point at one hour and one minute, which <clears throat> a lot of people will through the course of this week, uh, will watch. Uh, you're here for a reason. God is speaking to you directly. So number one is you acknowledge Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. You're asking for forgiveness. You're asking for Jesus to come into your heart, and he will make you new. And it, it, you will know something's different. You still got to walk. He will walk you through the path, whatever it is that you may be stuck in or whatever bondage you're still carrying. He is there. Um, and then to turn away from the bad things that you may or may not be doing. Um, it's that simple. And uh, so we, we can pray together. And uh, God is alive. God is ready. All you got to do is make that choice. And it's this simple. Dear Lord, we thank you for everything that you have done, every creation that you've made, everything that you've made in your image. So anybody that's listening right now, you were created in God's image, and he's there for you. All you have to do is accept <clears throat> that we're sinners and that we, we, we acknowledge you as Jesus, our one true Lord and Savior. I ask that you come in my heart. I ask for forgiveness and everything that I've done and to turn away from anything that I'm doing that is not of you or beneficial <clears throat> in my walk with you. Lord, I thank you for everything. I thank you for, for continuing to cover me and protect me and, and look at me in a new perspective. I thank you in everything we do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. It's that simple. It's that simple. Now, we do have to walk. Now that we've prayed that, we have to walk. We have to be willing to walk. And the one thing that I can say is it may not be easy. However, it will be better. And the most important thing, and I say this every time around anybody that I care about or any family member, is are you thinking about your eternal life? Because that's what matters. That's what's most important is how are you going to spend eternity? And I know Dan and I choose to spend it with Jesus himself in heaven. And anyone that's prayed that or recommitted that has the same opportunity to do that as well. Hey Amen. Can't say it better myself, man. Well, we come to the end of another hour. And next week, I think, what, Tuesday, right? We're going to do Tuesday next week? Correct. Tuesday next week. So keep an eye out for us next week. Don't watch us on Monday, but keep an eye out for when we're going to be there. Don't forget to go to endtimes.chat. If you ever want to see any of all of our recordings and broadcasts, you can go there. And soon to come will be podcasts. You can actually catch all of our episodes on podcasts. You can listen to us while you're driving, while you're running, and you can hear all the crazy stuff we got to share and have a little fun in the process. 
But until next time, God bless you guys. We love you. See you soon. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more. And don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.